Welcome to Freedom Designers, a podcast for the woman who's ready to design a life of financial freedom without sacrificing her mental freedom to get it. I'm your host, Carissa Johnson, business coach, transformational expert, and coaching skills master. Say bye-bye to burnout and hello to personal power. Let's do this. Hey, girlfriend, welcome back. This episode is sponsored by my Simple Sales Masterclass. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to start this like a game show, even though it's not. But for real, this episode is going to be brought to you by my Simple Sales Masterclass. If you haven't heard, I'm teaching a three-day masterclass on how to sell out your offers with more ease using my three-step method. You're going to die. You are going to die and go to heaven, a rich chick who is serving a lot of people. So if you believe there's an easier way to make money, you'd be correct. If you desire to feel confident on how you get people to buy, you're in the right place. And if you want to learn how to trust and honor your rates on your discovery calls so that you can make lots of money and help a lot of people, I got you. I got you. This is why I created my Simple Sales Magic Masterclass. Day one, we're going to be going over how to become a spiritual authority and rise up to your highest potential. Day two, we're going to be talking all about soul-aligned strategies and how to connect to your potential clients consciously. And day three, we're going to be talking about how to sell out your offers and be in service and make sales. On March 9th, 10th, and 11th at 5 p.m. PST, We're going to be talking about all the things. You are not going to want to miss this exclusive masterclass. The link is going to be in the show notes. I want you to join us and share in your stories and let everyone know you're coming so we can make this a big selling party and we can all have a rich life in meaning, global impact, and in financial abundance. So I cannot wait to see you then. Yay. Amazing. Okay. Well, with that being said, we're going to dive into today's episode, which is all about the top five sales myths. And I'm excited to talk about this because there are a lot of them. I probably could have talked about the top 200 sales myths because there are so, 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 so many, but I thought five would be good. And then if you want to hear more, and if you like what I'm saying, then you can join the master class. Okay. So number one is the biggest sales myth that you have to cold DM people in Instagram or social media. And the answer to that is no, you don't. I don't know why I want to talk in accent this whole podcast episode. I'm not going to, but I'm resisting the urge. It's happening. So the reason why you don't have to cold DM people is because that is an old masculine paradigm. Sure. There are people who cold call. And yes, they're probably, I think of like Wolf of Wall Street. I'm like, that does work. I was having this conversation with a guy I'm dating and we're talking about how this approach actually does work. Cold messaging people does work. However, it doesn't work for people in the spiritual consciousness, empathic community. And it's not going to be 
the way that you want to do it because you want to do it with more ease. So yes, it works. Yes, you can make money cold messaging people. And for some people, it does work. But number one, it's a very masculine way to message people. Number two, a lot of the times with that energy, it comes from a little bit of a needy place. And number three, there's a better and easier way to do things, especially for those who are in the conscious community. They can feel that energy and there's just a better way to do it. So number one, it does work, but whatever you work will work. Oh, I love that. I'm a spirit. Say that one more time. Whatever you work will work. So if you are cold messaging people and that's your strategy, that'll probably work. If you're not doing that and you have a better approach to connect with your community consciously, like I'm going to teach you, that'll work. If you have a mix where you like message people in the DMs, but you build relationships with them and then get them on sales calls, that will probably work. Whatever system you create for yourself will work. I just think there's a better and easier way to make money than sitting on Instagram all day messaging people who have you have no relationship with because I am in the relationship business. I teach RGAs, which is relationship growing activities. So when you're wanting to make sales, I would suggest you just connect with more people and you tune into who's in your target market. You get really thoughtful about how you can get people on the phone in a way of integrity. And then you learn how to sell people. And it'll be interesting because most of you know how to sell. You're just telling yourself a story about not knowing how to sell. And I'm excited to teach you how to sell in a conscious, loving, and service-based way. So number one, you do not have to sell in the DMs. That strategy can work. It doesn't really work as much as it probably used to because some people are doing it, but it does work. You can do it, but I wouldn't do it. I think there's a better and easier way. Number two is you have to get people on the phone. Here's what I'm going to say about that. I have a very interesting and unique opinion about that because I don't think that you need to get people on the phone. I do think that if you're going to be an entrepreneur forever and you're going to sell high ticket coaching, that you probably want to get people on the phone. Not because you need to, but because you probably should. And I don't like to shut all over you, but I'm going to tell you the real deal about owning a business is that you need to know about marketing. You need to know about sales. You need to be good at both. Those are the most important key factors outside of like having a good skill set and selling good services that you need to have. You know, the branding as well, but like I would say if you could, the top two most important things are you have to know how to market your services and then you have to know how to sell your services. So I would just really think about where you're at in your business. If you are in the early stages of your business, you will probably need to get people on the phone. The first week I just opened up sales calls from private coaching, I had over 20 sales calls. 20. You want to know something crazy? I didn't close anyone. <laughs> I didn't close anyone. But that's why I'm so good at closing now, which I don't even like to use the word closing, but I will for the sake of this conversation. But that's why I'm so good at closing now. I have a pretty high success rate because number one, I don't really hop on the phone with anybody who I don't think has already gone through a pre-screening process, which we'll talk about later. But number two, I've gotten really good at it because I've practiced a lot and I've gotten on the phone with a lot of people and I've learned my finesse, my way, my sales process that works for me. And so you don't have to get people on the phone. Now at this point in my career, my business, I can voice message somebody back and forth and I can pretty much close them. But by the time they get to me, they've already pretty much been in my content. They've already purchased low-level offers. They've already filled out an application. They've already spoken to my team. And then they get in contact with me. Or to some extent, people just message me. And we're like, hey, I want to hire you. And I'm like, okay, great. Here's the contract and here's the link to pay. And they're like, okay, great. So I haven't really encountered much need to sell as of the last 
last six months or so, because I've built up my business to just like be really effortless like that. And that's a belief that I have. So number two is you don't have to get people on the phone, but if you're in the early stages of business, I would highly, highly, highly encourage you to just get on the phone, get on the phone, get good at sales, get an understanding of what it feels like to be potentially rejected. I'm using air quotes right now. It's not rejected. It's redirected. And to just be on the spot saying your prices, walking people through objections, which I relabel as concerns, right? Because they're actually not objections. They're just concerns. And if you looked at them as concerns, you would just say, how do I coach people through this concern? Which I'm really thoughtful about when and how to coach people. I'll talk about that in the masterclass. But yeah, you don't have to keep people on the phone, but I do think it is highly, highly, highly recommended and encouraged. And it'll highly benefit you if you just do it and you just get it over with and you just get clear on how to do it and you feel confident in doing it and you learn to face the rejection of what it means for people to say no to you. Number three is you have to get people to sign the contract on the phone. So I have friends who are in the sales coaching space. I have men who are a little bit more aggressive in their approach. So again, I don't think that you have to get people to sign the contract on the phone. I believe that that can work. I do believe that people do do that and I don't shame them for doing that. I personally like, especially women, women are very emotional buyers and they need to feel safe. So if you hop on the phone with them, if you sell them in the DMs, then you get them on the phone, then you tell them they have to sign the contract on the phone and you help them get a credit card on the phone, which yes, people do that. That feels very urgent. That feels very needy. That feels very intense. And women will pick up on that. Like women want to feel space. They want to feel safe. They want to feel like the decision is theirs. Like they have autonomy to talk to their partner. And yes, again, like urgency and all these things can work. They're greatly great sales tactics, but you really want to be intentional about how you're doing them because it's very easy to make somebody feel like they have to buy from you versus like you want them to want to buy from you. Because in my experience, the clients that I've had that have done that process where they've gotten people on the phone and then they're getting them to take out credit cards and sign contracts on the phone have ended up with a really low success rate and their clients cancel. And that's because it wasn't in alignment. If somebody's in alignment with you and working with you, you don't need to get them to take out a credit card on the phone. They're going to want to work with you. They're going to figure it out with or without you. I mean, I give timeframes for when people, I want them to make a decision whether they're going to accept the invitation or not. Um, but I don't think that it's actually really helpful to have them sign the contract and stuff on the phone because at the end of the day, if they want to work with you, they will. And if they need to find a way, they will. And yes, there's certain considerations that you want to have that the longer people have between the sales call and when they sign up, like the more they kind of get in their head. But at the same time, I want to work with somebody who has confidence in themselves, who doesn't feel like they have to take out a credit card on the phone. If they want to do that behind the scenes, that's totally up to them. But I'm not in the time, space, or energy, or stage of my life where I feel like I have to get people to sign contracts on the phone because that doesn't feel good for me. And what I know about my business and running in a feminine way is I do honor what feels good. I do trust myself. And that doesn't feel good to me. If that feels good to you, that's okay. But that doesn't feel good to me and I'm not going to do that. And I don't teach that because in my experience, my clients who have done that, which I didn't teach them that way, but they've done it, they sell a lot and then their clients cancel their contracts in the next couple of weeks after that because it wasn't what they wanted to do anyway. It's what they felt pressure to do. So, you know, you can just sit with that for a little bit. 
number four is my favorite thing to talk about with when it comes to sales, which we'll be talking about a lot in the masterclass, but is that price is the issue. That the reason somebody doesn't buy is because you're not affordable. Number one, I never use the word affordable. I don't. I just don't use it in my vocabulary. It's not a good money mindset. I say the client might not be at that stage and level for ready for that investment. I say it might be out of their price range. I say a lot of different things, but I will never say that a client cannot afford my services because that is very disempowering. And that is not good money mindset for me as well, because I don't price my offers in accordance with what I think people can afford. And it just does not feel good. But here's the thing. It's not about price. People have paid me $75 an hour and people have paid me thousands of dollars per hour, which is where I'm at now. And Price is never the issue because I sell just as much now in all of my offers as I did when I was charging $75 an hour. And people may think it's the price and they may say that, but it's it's not usually. Sure, if people can't invest thousands of dollars in my private coaching and they're looking to spend a couple hundred, but everything else is aligned, it may be. But most of the time, it's not actually a price issue. It's one of the, these three issues. Number one, it's confidence in you. It's confidence in you that you can get them the result. So maybe they haven't followed you long enough. Maybe they don't trust you. Maybe they haven't seen you get the result in your own life. It might be a you issue. And that's okay because when people feel confident about something in you, they will likely find a way to do it. Number two is confidence in themselves. They need confidence that like, I'm actually going to show up for this. I am going to spend the time and energy on this. I can trust myself that I'm going to follow through with this and I'm going to do what Carissa suggests I do or coaches me to do or whatever. And number three is confidence in the services. So they need confidence in the product, the program, or your abilities, not just you trusting you, but your abilities to walk them through the transformation. So if they don't believe in you, if they don't believe in themselves, they don't believe in them services, they're not, they're going to say like, oh, it's a price issue or whatever, but it's usually not. The last thing that I want to say about that is price is not the issue. Sometimes it's just not a good fit. So if the person hopped on the phone with you and they're like, I want to work with you. And then you guys talk back and forth and they're like, you know what? It's not in alignment with me right now. I don't really think that this is the best option. It might just be that. It might just not be a good fit. So that could be based on budget. That could be based on niche. That could be based on your energy, your personality, your package, whatever. It just might not be a good fit for this. So there's actually four reasons one of which is you themselves services are just not a good fit. So y'all can rest a little bit easier knowing that it's not always, it's not always a price issue. It's not always a you issue. There's a combination of what it could be outside of you. The last one is something I love, which is it's a numbers game. The more people you get on the phone, the more people will buy from you. And I think that that's a waste of time. I'm not trying to go hop on a hundred sales calls. That feels exhausting. Sure. When you're in the early stages of your business, like I said before, you do want to get on the phone and you do want to hop on with as many people as feels good and makes sense. But I don't think hopping on the phone with hundreds of people for the sake of that is actually going to be supportive. It's almost like dating. If you were to think about the, what makes sense with dating, I heard this, this the other day. Somebody's like, oh, the dating is a numbers game. I'm like, 
No, it really is not. Because if it was just a numbers game, think of how exhausting it would be in the pursuit of finding the number, the person you want. How I approach dating and how I approach selling is that, yes, you have to put yourself out there and you do have to go on dates. And yes, it is helpful to go on as many dates as feels good and is possible, but not with everyone. It's good to go on dates with people who meet your criteria, your expectations, what you desire, more than it's helpful to just go on dates with everyone. So when it was when I am, was dating. I don't know. That's a whole nother podcast. But when I first was dating, I would not just go on a date with anyone. I would be like, okay, there's like a pre-screening process. Is this person in alignment with my values? Do I feel energetically connected to this person? Do they meet other criteria that I have that are feel like non-negotiables to me? And then after that, then I'd be willing to go on a date with them. And yes, there were certain people who like didn't meet everything, but I was like, I feel good about this. I want to. So the same thing is true with sales. You're not going to hop on the phone with every single person. That's a waste of time because you're not like, if that person's not an ideal client, even if you could close them, why would you? Because they're not an ideal client. So same thing is true with a date. If you just go on a date with everyone, but that person is not a good match, it doesn't matter if that date goes well or not because they're not an ideal partner for you. So I think about marketing and I think about sales a lot with dating and it makes so much sense to me and I'm happy to help you make so much sense of it because it's something that we can all kind of relate to. So I hope that you love the top five sales myths. If you want more, go ahead and sign up for the link to register for my simple sales masterclass in the show notes. I would love to see you there. I would love to help you because marketing and sales gets to be easy. It really does. Once you're in alignment and you understand the process of what it means to run a very conscious, aligned, and skillful business, everything changes. So I hope that you love this podcast. Thank you for tuning in and I will chat with you next week. Bye-bye. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go anywhere, I just want to say thank you one more time. Thank you for showing up for yourself. Thank you for listening. If you would be so kind as to share this message with a loved one, a friend, a peer, a client, a dog, I would be so incredibly grateful because it's through sharing our gifts, our work, our messages that we help the collective heal and learn how to truly design a life of freedom. Thank you again. I hope to see you next week. Bye-bye.